0: Hi, this is Suzanne Urban, and welcome to Women Warriors Network podcast. In this podcast, um, it originally started out that I was reading scripture through the pandemic to kind of um, have something out there, a voice that would bring peace to the hearers, being that it was such an anxious time. And then I started to read um, through the Bible in a year. Well, um, now the Lord has really laid on my heart that when a word comes that I'm just going to record um, word discussion of the word and kind of like mini sermons. And um, anyway, so I hope you enjoy and I hope you're encouraged, uplifted, And that um, you will seek out the truth in Jesus' name. And again, thank you for listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Hi there, this is Suzanne. Just wanted to um, pop in. For today's podcast, we are still looking at the Ten Commandments. So we've already um, done the introduction. We've done a couple of them. This one is Exodus 27. Exodus uh, chapter 20, verse 7. So, Father, we just thank you for your word that is true. We thank you, Father, for Holy Spirit that will guide and lead us and give me the words to say that you want said in this podcast. Father, I thank you that you're opening our ears to hear what the Spirit has to say to us. Father, quicken our hearts, convict us so that we can draw closer to you, Father. In your precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, if I was doing a podcast that was visual, you would see that my dog, Silas, is sitting in my chair with me like he's a little dog, (laughs) but that's okay. He promised to be quiet. (laughs) Anyways, we're in Exodus um, chapter 20, verse 7. And that reads, You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold guiltless anyone who takes his name in vain. It's interesting. You know, I always used to associate taking the Lord's name in vain as cussing. And yeah, that's probably not something we should be doing. And so I'm very careful with my words to not curse because... There is a scripture where Jesus talks about, you know, don't swear by anything. And um, so uh, there's that. But when we think about taking the Lord's name in vain, um, in my study, to take um, something in vain is translated as to misuse it. So... Surely, if you were um, using, you know, (laughs) if you were using the Lord's name in a curse, um, that would be... like I said, to take the, um, to take the, take something in vain is translated, translated as misuse. Um, the word vain can mean empty, nothing worthless, or to do no good purpose. When you interpret it, it could mean don't take up God's name in a manner that is wicked. So, <clears throat> in this day and age, we think about, uh, um, you know, with what we have gone through with the pandemic, and during the pandemic, a lot of people decided they were going to start using their voice, and um, you know, a lot of Christians and a lot of non-Christians too, but it seems like there's been a rise of false prophets, a lot of false teaching. There's some teaching out there that just, you know, way out in left field. And, um, this is why we, you know, you take the whole word of God and you don't just take bits and pieces to fit your life. And, um, Anyway, so when they're talking about to take up God's name in a manner that is wicked, what I was getting from that was if, let's say, um, someone who claims to be a prophet, and then they they say that the Lord has told you... um, well, I don't know. See, I can't even be a, a false prophet. I can't even make up lies. Um, anyway, so I when I think about something that sounds like it's good and it sounds like it's close to what the word is is teaching, but it's not. It's a half truth, and they're using the name of the Lord to bring it forth. And anyways, so. Um, So let's look at Leviticus nineteen (laughs) twelve. And it reads, oh, Leviticus, helps to get in the right chapter. It's one of those, one of those days. It's okay. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. You shall not swear falsely by my name, and so defile the name of your God. I am the Lord. So when we think about the the false teaching that has just been coming out of the woodwork, um, and even those who speak in the name of the Lord, and you know they have their they're basically forming their own doctrines, and so when I say that they're they're you know making up their own rules as they go, you know this is how. You know, God wants us to be, <laughs> according to my opinion, and you know, not according to you know sound doctrine. And so, when we're when we're um, following um, false prophets and false teachers and those who claim to have found the way that the Lord wants us to react during a pandemic or during time of war. We have to be careful because, and you always measure what people say, even on my podcast. You know, measure what is being said and taught against the word of God and make sure that that what is being taught is of the Lord. And there's so many voices out there now and so many people who claim to be up and coming um, you know, prophetic teachers or just teachers in in general or pastors or whatever, but they're not actually hearing um, from the Lord. And when you test, you have to test every spirit that comes. And that's how you guard your heart is by testing every spirit, every word that comes to you. If it doesn't set well with your spirit, then it's probably not for you. doesn't mean that it's not a word from God. It just means it's not for you. Sometimes when a word comes and we say it in the name of the Lord, we think, okay, God's teaching me this or God's trying to, you know, tell me this. And, and through this <clears throat> well-known teacher or well-known pastor or or someone that my pastor has endorsed, or even someone who's been in the church for a long time and or someone who just appeared all of a sudden and or you're visiting a church and they don't know you at all and they come and they give you a word i've had people come i've gone to many events and i've gone to where you know they say they're coming in the name of the lord and they've given me a word that's been way off base not even for me i had um, a dream and I put it in a dream interpretation group and <clears throat> you know even though it's the group it said dream interpretation i um sometimes we think okay, so they they kind of know what they're talking about, but you don't know the admins you don't know who um, who the people are who created the group or what their value is on making sure that what is spoken in the group is um actually of God or they don't monitor the comments and um you can't just be in an environment where there's no leadership that's over the group, because then the people will just run with it. And then the next thing you know, you know, stuff is being said that shouldn't be said. So I had a girl, you know, I had a dream about... Um, the part that was concerning was that my husband was in the background. He was quiet. He was in the background. I recognized him as my husband. But in a dream, you don't always... Um, take everything at face value. There could be symbolism in there when God's giving you a message because he wants you to take the time to decode it. Because during that time, you're seeking his face for the answer. And while well, I pray you're seeking his face for the answer and not trying to, you know, take a shortcut, my problem was um, at that moment in my life, this was, I don't know, about three years ago, maybe four, I was, you know, finding shortcuts, which is why I put the dream in there. I'm very careful now what I post in different groups. In fact, I've taken myself out of a lot of groups because there are too many voices. But anyways, um, with that part, this girl who has no real experience interpreting dreams told me that my husband was going to die And that's why he was, you know, in the background. That is not a word from God. And it did not register with my spirit. It troubled my spirit. I prayed over it. Then I corrected her. And we correct each other in love because the chances are she wasn't doing it as meaning it for evil. She was doing it because she was stepping out in faith, hoping that she heard, you know, what the word of the Lord said. And I didn't correct her in public. I sent her a private message, and I just said, Hey, you know, this, this word, I don't believe that this word is accurate, that she needed to pray more on it, and that I wasn't going to receive that word in the name of Jesus. And then I had to break off any assignments that were created by her words. So when we give a prophetic word, we activate in the spirit, um spiritual things so you know because what comes out of our mouth god wants us to declare the things of him if we're not declaring the things of him we're declaring the things of the enemy so because she said my husband would die she spoke death over my husband now just so you know we had a good interaction she repented And I apologized and told her that I didn't want to have to correct her, but this is something that she doesn't want to be responsible for. She doesn't want to end up, you know, finding out that someone has actually died because of her words. Now, I didn't put any weight on that and just said, nope, I rebuke that in Jesus' name. We don't have to receive a word when someone brings it to us. Whew, someone must need to hear this because this has... Anyways... When the word of the Lord goes forth, it's just like in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So when he created the heavens and the earth, he spoke it and it happened. Okay, I'm not saying we are God. Okay, so don't twist my words around. But God has given us authority over certain things to have dominion. And so we don't have to allow the enemy to operate in our lives. Okay, a lot of sick Christians running around there. A lot of Christians who are are walking around listening to demonic uh, voices because they believe it's the Lord. Because someone told them the voice you're hearing is God. If you don't know that person, you have no business saying that you hear the voice of god when you haven't heard what they're speaking who jesus <clears throat> anyways so let's move on to my next notes are it um we should not be using the lord's the lord's name coming to people in god's name to deceive people and um a story that comes to mind is Herod. When Herod heard about the wise men who were traveling to go find King, the king of the Jews, Jesus, because this north star was shining and it was guiding them to Jesus. And he heard about them. He called them to him and he pretended to be someone who wanted to genuinely go and find Jesus to worship him like they were going to. Sometimes the enemy brings someone into our lives that <clears throat> will do the same thing. They sound good. They sound like they're, you know, they're doing like they're doing good, like they only care about you and the things that um that they're they're caring about the things that God um, wants to accomplish in your life, and they do it all in the name of the Lord. Now whether they're doing it <clears throat> um, willingly and purposefully, that's for God to determine. And whether they're or they're just deceived themselves, And they're following what they believe is what the Lord um, is um, leading them to do. All we can do is pray. And if the Lord tells you to bring light to the situation, then you are to bring light. So just like the gal who did a misinterpretation of my dream. um, I went to her gently and in love. And just shared, this is not of God. This should not be, you know, I don't, it doesn't register in my spirit. And, you know, she, and I just told, encouraged her, because she did ask me, well, how is she supposed to know that it's God? You always measure it against the word of God. God's word does not come back, come back void. God's word gets in us. Okay, and if we are putting God's word in us and we're praying daily, then we chances of us hearing God clearly are going to be really good. But if you're not reading the word, you're not studying to show yourself approved, um let me share this with you. My mom, she went to school and um while she was in school, She was going to what is called bank teller school. You know, where you become a bank um, teller. And she came home one day and she, you know, well, every day she came home, she'd share with us certain things that she could share with us um, about what she was learning in class. And she was so excited and she goes, it was weird because they, they put... Uh, You know, real money in front of them. And they told them to take a magnifier and they would examine the money closely. And what really impacted me about what she was saying was their philosophy was to know the genuine so that you can see the counterfeit. So you study the word, and when you study the word, you know the genuine and you'll you'll see when a counterfeit is coming and satan always has a counterfeit for everything god has created everything god has created and everything god does is in the word of god so if you are so saturated with the word and holy spirit is your guide it says the holy spirit will teach you all things when we rely on the spirit and the word of God comes alive and it gets in our heart and in our spirit so that when someone comes who's a counterfeit we can see it right away we don't have to study the counterfeit we have to study the genuine we have to study the real thing to know when a counterfeit is coming I can't say it enough know the genuine So that you can see a counterfeit when it comes. Know the genuine. And knowing the genuine is getting into the word. And knowing who God is. And knowing his character. And what he's done for you. And what he's doing for us now. Thank you Lord for your word. That is truth that saturates our being. Help us, Father, to keep it in our heart and ponder on these things. As Mary, when the angels came to, came to her, the angel came to her and said some things to her. And it says, Mary pondered on these things. So, Father, just as she pondered, we pray that you give us that pondering desire to ponder on the things of God and not the things of the world. To grab you and to be close to you. Is to ponder on the things of God. Thank you, Father. I don't know if I could go forward. This is such a timely thing. In this day of counterfeit. In this day of deception. That you need to be closer than ever to the Lord. Lord. <clears throat> you father for your word for your whole word. Okay. Turn with me if you can to Jeremiah twenty-three twenty-five. Now I just got to saying about this very thing, I have in Jeremiah 23, verse 25. I have heard what the prophets have said who prophesy lies in my name, saying, I had a dream, I had a dream. How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets who prophesy lies? Indeed, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart. Let me say that again. That's part of verse 26. Indeed, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart. That means they're making things up in their own way. Who plan to cause my people to forget. To forget my name by their dreams, which they tell to their neighbor. As their fathers have forgotten my name for Baal. The prophet who has a dream, let him tell his dream. And he who has my word, let him speak my word faithfully. Ooh, that's good. And he who has my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, says the Lord? Is not my word like fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rocks in pieces? See, therefore, I am against the prophets, says the Lord, who steal my words each from his neighbor. See, I am against the prophets, says the Lord, who use their tongues and say, The Lord says. See, I am against those who prophesy false dreams, says the Lord, and recount them and cause my people to err by their lies and reckless boasting. Yet I sent them not, not, um, nor commanded them. Therefore, they shall not profit this people at all, says the Lord. Good, good word. See, everything is in the word. Know the genuine. And you'll see the counterfeit coming. Let's see what Matthew... 1518. Now, this is still talking about do not take the Lord's name in vain. That's meaning we preach and teach a false or deceitful um, way. And we use the Lord's name. Say we, we are prophets who come in the name of the Lord, yet we're teaching that which is not in the word that is not sound doctrine. Doctrines of demons, teaching doctrines of demons. Jesus. Matthew 15, (coughs) verse 18. Thank you, Lord, for your word. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, sexual immorality, thefts, false witness, and blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. That's a good word right there. Let's see what Galatians 5.16 is saying. Thank you, Lord, for your word. I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That is such a true, true word. I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. So if we're walking in the Spirit, which by the Word of God, and we've got the Word of God meditating, and we're constantly asking Holy Spirit to guide us, because remember, the Spirit teaches us all things. He will lead us, and we'll walk in the Spirit, and we'll not walk in our fleshly desires. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. These are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are revealed, which are these, adultery, sexual immorality, impurity, loudness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, strife, jealousy, rage, selfishness, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, carousing, and the like. I warn you, as I previously warned you, that those who do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. For the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. Those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be conceited, provoking one another, and envying one another. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Let's be like David. David. With a song in our heart to the Lord and glorify Him rather than curse, cussing, or lying about Him. Psalm 145. Thank you, Lord, for your word, that you're rooting and grounding it in our hearts, that we might meditate on the things of you, that we can teach our children and our children's children of your ways. thank you father yes lord psalms 145 i exalt you my god and king and i will bless your name forever and ever every day i will bless you and i will praise your name forever and ever Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unfathomable. One generation shall praise your works to another, and and shall declare your mighty acts. I will speak of the glorious honor of your majesty and of your wondrous works. They shall speak of the might of your awesome acts, and I will declare your greatness And they shall abundantly declare the fame of your great goodness and shall sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and great in mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his compassion is over all his works. All your works shall praise you, O Lord, and your godly ones shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power to make known to people his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord upholds all who fall and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all wait upon you, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving in all his works. The Lord is near to all those who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desire of those who fear him. He also will hear their cry and will save them. The Lord preserves all those who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord. And let all people bless his holy name forever and ever. Amen. I had more but I feel like the Lord wants to rest right here <clears throat> it's not an easy thing for us to give up whether it be cursing or there's a scripture that comes to mind about complaining that we're to be content in every situation to not complain because when we complain then curses can come out how is that glorifying the lord when in psalms 145 he glorified the lord in everything let our words be seasoned let our let our mouth be filled with his praise and let let no cursing and no Foul thing come out of our mouth, but that which is pleasant to hear, that which feeds the soul. Are you feeding the soul with vain words? Or are you feeding the soul with spiritual, fulfilling words of love and encouragement? Thank you, Father. For giving us wisdom to know when we're cursing or when we're or even taking your name in vain by by doing something ignorantly or accidentally because of teaching we may have heard, I ask that you forgive us, Father, for following man and not following your word, but to follow after you, Jesus said. That we are to give up the things of the world, or we're not worthy to even follow Him. We have to deny ourselves, pick up our cross, and follow Him. And when we deny ourselves, what is that? Our urges and our wants. Not everything's evil, but if it does harm to your body, or it does harm to those who, are, who are watching or hearing you. And it's something we need to consider repenting of and, and doing it in a more gracious and loving way. Our bodies are a temple, a temple for the Holy Spirit to dwell. And if we're impeding our body's capability of allowing the Spirit to to dwell in us, And God help us. I pray this has blessed you today. And I pray that you, that the Lord will minister to you. And bring to light the things that he wants you to address. That he wants you to overcome so that you can go higher. and, And that you can... You can be with him on a deeper level and closer to him, I think of Adam and Eve in the in the garden, and how close they were, but because they made a choice, it separated them from God, and then it would from there on they'd have to make you know conscious efforts to be close to God or before it just happened. It was just a right. It was just a, you know, a thing God created us to be, and now we deal with the flesh. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word. I'm gonna start putting. An email address, or you can. I believe there's a way you can contact me through the podcast. If you need prayer for anything, you'll be there'll be contact information for you to be able to get prayer and. Let us pray one for another and encourage one another in these dark days. Thank you, Father, for this day. Thank you for all that you've done. I thank you for those who are listening, that you are drawing them closer to you in Jesus' name. Thank you for your word. Thank you for Holy Spirit. And thank you for your son who died on the cross. That we might have life and have it more abundantly and walk in freedom. So next week, I can't wait to see what God has for next week. God bless you and have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in to Pioneering Fearless Warriors Network. I pray the Lord keep you and the Lord guide you. Make his face shine upon you as he goes before you, as he surrounds you, as he provides for you, as he is faithful. We thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. We bless the Lord. In Jesus name. Amen.